days of a, a, a company using one data center, one partner, partner, and one technology provider has obviously gone way, way. But what we're, what we're, what we're going to see for companies like uh, Global Dots is a huge opportunity to allow uh, uh, companies to benefit from what we've able to achieve in terms of both serving our clients and our vendors uh, uh, and helping it uh, to, for them to, to develop their, their business further. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by JVentures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley, in partnership with Leumitech, sponsored by Homeward Ventures, Hippo Insurance, Upwest Labs, Synergy Global, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, Birthright Excel, Serona Partners, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders, meet Yuval Rachlin, CEO of Global Dots. Yuval is a technology entrepreneur living and breathing the tech world for over 25 years. He is the founder and CEO of Global Dots, a global web and cloud technology partner helping companies embrace innovation for over 70 years. Now trusted by over 400 global enterprises, including Lufthansa, Bosch, Wix, Platica, AppsFlyer, Payoneer, and more, providing them access and support for the most cutting-edge technologies out there. Yuval resides in Israel, he is married with two kids and a dog, and as a seasoned skipper, Yuval enjoys sailing, traveling, cooking, and music. Yuval Rackling, welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. How are you? I'm good, Michael. Thank you for inviting me. It's great to be here. Thank you very, very much for joining me. Uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, the tech world and, and not a specific company, not a specific vertical, but this idea of transitioning into a tech world all around us. You know, pretty much every company in the last few years has realized, big or small, that they need to make this dramatic transition. Uh, dramatic mainly because it's really complicated. There's a lot of trends. There's a lot of new technologies, a lot of processes. And uh, with Global Dot, you, you make it easier and you, and you help them do this. So tell me a little bit about yourself and then we'll dive deep into what Global Dots does. All right. So uh, basically, I've started this uh, business uh, many, many years ago, actually. Uh, and it all started uh, basically uh, uh, with uh, me uh, uh, not having a job. I was living in Italy back then uh, and uh, I didn't have a job. I had to do something. And I knew about this very cool technology, actually one of the best, one of the first uh, implementation of uh, cloud usage. And uh, um, I knew people who could use it. And, uh, and in this company, you know, it was many, many years ago, so it made sense. But this company didn't sell in Italy. And later on, I, I realized they didn't sell anywhere else besides uh, the U.S. and some other uh, uh, locations, which is common in the industry. Nobody, you know, nobody uh, uh, thought something else. Um, but what I did is that I, I went to this uh, company and was, I was able to uh, convince them uh, to cover some territories for them. Uh, uh, and it went very well. And if I uh, move fast forward 20 years, basically that's what we've been doing in the last uh, uh, 20 years and uh, looking for those cool upcoming disruptive technology technologies and helping uh, both those startups getting quicker into market as well as our uh, 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 clients uh, adopting uh, those technologies. Um, so that's that's you know that's that's where I started and where I am now. Global Dots now it's a is a global a company around 100 employees around the world uh, from San Francisco to Tokyo with uh, clients uh, uh, with large uh, uh, clients uh, uh, from all around the world. And basically, what we're helping them is uh, uh, adopting new technologies. Uh, as we know, 
Uh, since we started in the last uh, 20 years, the world of technology just evolved in, in a, in a, in a hyper scaling way. And the problem always was the same. Uh, if I'm a CTO, a CISO, a, a, a technology leader, uh, it's not my job to go out there and keep track of what's happening now in the market and, uh, and, and, and what I need to use because I will not do my job if I'll do that. Later on, if I find this, you know, now it's obvious, everybody knows it. Nobody has the human force or the experience to actually do this. So that's where we come into play. We actually uh, um, introduce new technologies that help companies uh, break their barriers and have them implement it, support it, uh, and manage it. That's what uh, uh, we're doing for our uh, for our global customers, and that's who we are. Just to make sure that you know the the idea is clear, can you give me a specific example of you know perhaps a company? You don't even have to mention the name, but a specific you know a company or an instance where you know Global Dots comes in and and changes the way the company thinks or integrates with with the new technologies. We have many many examples. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll pick only one which comes into my mind. Um, and that, I think this example demonstrates the gap in the industry between what companies mm-hmm. uh, can do and what vendors can reach and what's missing in between. Mm-hmm. At the early days of uh, internet fraud, uh, I think it was 10, maybe eight years ago, um, the, 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 um, the solutions around the scraping and, and, and bot protection was very, were very, very early in the market. We recognized that, w- that there was a sector, uh, a vertical in the market that uh, really suffers from this. And we uh, actually, in, 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 in a very little time, were able to take a couple of companies that were specializing in this and, and, and actually implement their solutions in like, I think it was 10 European, uh, European airlines in, in a year. Uh, and, and, and this for the airlines. It was a savior because they were struggling with the right solution. They didn't know what to do. They were trying to, to implement several solutions and we came and solved it for the vendors who could not approach those clients. It was uh, uh, basically we, we delivered those uh, projects uh, uh, with no hassle and no investment on their side. Uh, so that's a good example of, uh, and we do, you know, basically we do it every day and ho- the whole day. Yes, but that's an example that might resonate uh, 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 better. So what is really the pain point that we're observing here? You're taking, you know, examples of companies that are, you know, struggling to make this leap, right, into the, the technological leap, perhaps they even try and they fail. What what are the different challenges that Global Dots and you as the leader of Global Dots have, are realizing as you're building and continuing to grow the company, incredible with more than 100 people? What What is the, the, the really the pain point in the market right now? So I think uh, uh, there are two, two, uh, uh, um, ma- several main pain points for the for the um, clients, for the users. It's picking up the right technology, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we all know uh, uh, that technologies change uh, 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 very quickly, but we cannot adopt a, a new infrastructure right. every year. So you need to make a, a good decision. You know, you, you used they used to say you cannot be fired if you buy IBM. I don't. Know, I think you're too young to know this phrase. Do you know it? I, I heard about it in the history books. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's from the nineties. You know, I think it died in the nineties. But people used to say you cannot be, be fired if you buy IBM today. You know, you don't have a safe haven. You don't have it. You really need to take a, 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 a good decision, a very, very important decision of what you will bet on, which solution will serve you for at least three to five years. So this is the first, what which technology to, to use. And the second, of course, this is the largest, the biggest challenge now globally is who would implement it and support it and manage it. There are no uh, people with the right uh, um, 
knowledge in the market and companies are struggling to hire people. And so those are the two main struggles for the users. For the startups, from the, for the technology vendors, obviously, you know, there's a reason why they're all investing millions of dollars in, 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 in spinning up sales departments from zero. I'm not saying they shouldn't, of course. They should. That's their job. But until they do that, it's a long process. It takes years to build a good sales team. Until then, they can use global dots who would really shorten their time to market and would expose them to important use cases that they would benefit in their development cycle. What is the process that you have to do as you enter a company? Let's say I'm running a company and I present my challenges to you. What is sort of the process that you're going to go with me as we work on figuring out how you're going to be, how you're going to be, you know, implementing these solutions with me? So, you know, first of all, we are, uh, we're doing obviously a deep study of of the infrastructure. We have a lot of tools to, uh, uh, to examine what works, what, uh, what doesn't work, what would be better. We have a lot of experience. So we do a lot of uh, 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 um, digging around and we will let you actually, and that's the best, I think we will let you, uh, um, uh, choose from uh, various options and, and we will let you try out uh, 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 several options. And this is something that if you want to do alone, it will take you uh, uh, weeks to deal with the salespeople and the whole process of those companies. And we can really uh, bring up the POCs of the main uh, uh, suspects very, very quickly. You have a, a quick decision. And, and, and we move forward. So that's, I think, uh, you know, after the, 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 the study and the, the, the digging into your infrastructure, which everybody would do, uh, 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 we would line up a, a few uh, candidates that it would be easier for you to, uh, 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 to decide. Now I'm looking, I'm thinking critically about, you know, the companies that I'm seeing around me and I'm thinking what I would be con- considered of as, you know, as a leader here. And I think you mentioned, you know, when you're talking about this idea of diving into the infrastructure and really understanding and doing a deep dive into the market, I'm thinking to myself, well, great, well, I, I've been doing this for years. I have a team that's been doing this with me for years. Um, who better to do that than, than we? And I think this raises the dilemma of, you know, outsource versus in-house. So from your, from your experience now working with many, many clients, you know, where is this consideration? What, how do we actually weigh these two things? Yeah, it's always it's always the case for companies like ourselves. Uh, it's getting better because uh, people uh, and IT department cannot hire. Uh, 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 the talent is very very uh, 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 not common right now. Uh, uh, there's a big uh, um, there's a big competition on every uh, 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 job, uh, uh, and it's uh, it's uh, it's an employer's uh, uh, market. So uh, um, sometimes. It's sometimes some, sometimes something that they cannot move forward with without external help because mm-hmm. you know if it's, a, it's a, if it's a subject that we learned in the last five years, they will never find uh, someone out there in the market that would know it, and it will take them time to to learn. So first of all, they all acknowledge the fact that they can learn from our experience and and, and from the fact that we are have seen all the use cases. And we've seen the use cases for their competitors, and we are able to uh, 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 to shorten the time to get the good decision. So that's uh, that's why. So you know you can do it in house. Uh, 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 it will cost you more. It will take more time, and we will probably then. That's the main thing. You will be uh, very quickly biased by things that are uh, uh, less professional. Uh, uh, it's you know co- organizations have their own uh, uh, DNA and their own uh, processes. Uh, uh, and if you do it in-house, 
you will never reach a optimal. Some, some people are, are good with that, but if you take it out for professionals, you can show that you get the right uh, uh, technology in the right time, the right support and the right implementation. Uh, otherwise, you need to uh, deal with the vendors directly. You know, that's also a possibility. It's just time consuming. And I imagine that a big part of the role and at the end, you know, the goal is not to just to complete the project successfully, but for all the parties to be happy, right? And, if, and I'm sure that communication plays a really big role here. What have you learned about how to facilitate the communication with your clients, especially when it's regarding things that you are obviously more knowledgeable about, yet they're the ones who have a KPI that they need to meet at the end of the day? How do you manage the communication around that? Yeah, so, uh, you know, we're trying to uh, 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 provide constant training to our customers. Uh, uh, this is part of our, uh, of our, of our day to day and uh, doing workshops, allowing them to expand their knowledge. Uh, and this would, this helps us to also uh, uh, communicate in a more, I would say, uh, uh, instructional, uh, not instructional, uh, uh, um, in a more uh, consultant uh, way, mm. uh, uh, and it helps us uh, uh, to 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 basically build a, a good uh, communication and uh, a trust with our customers, and it's something that helps. Right, of course. To wrap up some conversation about you know about the domain and the vertical before I, I want to get to know you better, if you're looking at you know where we're headed, you know as the tech world as an ecosystem. You know, as we're advancing, the rate of technology is changing. How, what's going to happen? You know, with with a company like Global Dots or with the ecosystem in, as a whole. You know, where are we headed towards in terms of enabling companies to to maximize their potential in the ways that Global Dots allows them to? So I think uh, uh, um, uh, the global trend of uh, uh, um, moving from on prem to the cloud. Uh, in all services, all across the board, whatever you, you'd like, uh, is a, a good uh, indication of the change that the market is uh, moving from uh, holding things inside into releasing and, and enjoying the benefit of uh, the scale of others. I think uh, uh, we're going into a, a situation where a, a lot of companies will use a lot of services and in order to support those services, they would need a lot of partners. Some of those partners are the vendors themselves. Some of the partners would be other partners that would unify uh, some other vendors. And, and But this is where we're going. Uh, 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 the, the days of a, a, a company using one data center, one partner partner, and one technology provider has obviously gone way, way. But what we're, what we're, what we're going to see for companies like uh, GlobalDots is a huge opportunity to allow uh, uh, companies to benefit from what we've able to achieve in terms of both serving our clients and our vendors uh, uh, and helping it uh, to, for them to, to develop their, their business further. I think that makes a lot of sense. So taking back a little bit, Yuval, you know, down memory lane, middle school, elementary school, you're looking at yourself as an entrepreneur, not even as an entrepreneur, you're like 10 years old, but what really... No, no, I was an entrepreneur, don't be wrong. Okay, tell me about that. <laughs> what, what, what type of entrepreneur yeah. were you at 10 years old? I was, you know, I think, I, I can't remember 10 years old, but you know that there are, I think it was earlier, there are experiences in life, I'm sure you know it, that changes, that you remember them, that they change you somehow. And I'll, I'll tell you a small, a short story and, of, on how I became, first of all, a salesperson and later on an owner of a, a company who does mainly sales. <laughs> uh, so I'm talking about the uh, uh, late 70s. 
my mother had a Fiat 188. I don't know if you even know the name Fiat, so I won't even go further. And so, and, and she wanted to sell it. And there were, you know, no cellular phone, of course, no phones at all. I think we were the only ones. We had a phone. And so my mother goes out and she tells me, Yuval, you know, I, I put up an ad for the car. And if someone calls, just answer and give them, you know, tell them a little bit. So someone calls and I pick up the phone and I just, you know, I just talk to him. I sold this car in this, uh, in this first uh, call. I didn't notice it, to be honest. But then I heard people talking to you, uh, how, you know, how he sold the car, he sold the car. Slowly, slowly, I got the, 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 the idea that, you know, this is, there, there's something, I have something that I, that I can do to change uh, people's mind, or at least I was certain that I can do that. And, and this was, uh, uh, you know, I found myself uh, uh, focusing on uh, doing business. At the age of, I think, of 10 or 14, 14 I had already a, a, a network of agents selling door-to-door. Uh, uh, basically, you know, I'm doing the same. <laughs> what I'm doing, what I'm doing now, it's exactly what I did then, basically. Uh, so, you know, that's, uh, that's what I did. So I was an entrepreneur back then and I knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. Um, it was written all over my face. How did you end up then starting Global Dots? You knew that this is a part of who you are, but you know, where, how does the story go that you then decide, okay, there's actually a big gap here and I can actually leverage my sales, my, my, my sales abilities while also bridging the gap with their actual needs. So as, as I said in my, you know, when we started to talk uh, in my first uh, 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 anecdotes, when I was living in Italy, yeah. uh, I realized that I was able to deliver uh, uh, this uh, promise of new technology for companies who needed it and, and didn't hear about it. And this is where, you know, this is where this uh, gap uh, 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 was, was, was evident for me. And, uh, and that's where, where I started. But did you know that that you're going to be able to, that you're going to, that the vision is to build a company that employs more than a hundred people around the world to solve it. I understand the pain point in Italy, you know, seeing that example, but, but there's a big gap between seeing that pain point to building a company that is running for so many years with so many people. No, I I didn't, I didn't have this uh, vision. It came out uh, along the way, you know, it was evident along the way. At the beginning, it was a one man show. Then it was very successful. Then, you know, I I saw the opportunity. Then I, then I I hired more people and and turned it out into a company. I never thought it would be a 100 uh, and, and, and I never, and I never thought we'd we'd reach the, uh, uh, the clients that we are serving. And I never thought that we would reach uh, uh, the volumes that we are uh, that we are uh, uh, delivering. So yeah, uh, um, I, I knew that I was an entrepreneur, but I didn't think that I would uh, do it like that. Incredible, incredible. <laughs> uh, if you look today, I think very few people, uh, Michael, uh, uh, really, you know, they they know vision exactly what they'll have in end. They know that they'll be an inventor. They'll know that they will be, I don't know, a, a great professor. But they, you know, they, they don't know exactly where they'll end, but, you know. 100%. 100%. Now, if I were to ask anybody around you, one of your 100 employees, um, any of your clients, who is Yuval in a few words? What, what words would come to mind? I think they will say creative, they'll say calm, and they'll say a thinker. Creative, common thinker. Amazing. Yuval, thank you very, very much for joining me here. It was my pleasure. Uh, it was interesting to talk about, you know, both your journey and the, the founding of Global Dots, but also this understanding and the dilemma, the dissonance between outsource and in-house and, and the different challenges that companies may have in understanding what are the breadth of opportunities that are out there. 
especially as you know, every day that goes by, we have new technological opportunities, new challenges to overcome in a never ending globalized world as, uh, with acceleration from this last year and a half, two years. I think it's pretty uh, amazing. And so thank you very, very much. And stay safe. My pleasure. Thank you, Michael. Take care. Thank you.